0: the outrageous takes podcast where we're offering you hilarious sports content with all of your favorite biased opinions on sports we'll get right into it after this welcome back to outrageous takes guys for our second episode i'm your host lucas Bose, and as always we're offering you biased sports opinion and a bunch of funny content today i have a very special guest with me Mr. Peyton LaFoy. Peyton is one of my very good friends. He's a diehard Chiefs fan, which drives me up the wall. But I'm going to let him get into it and tell him a little bit about himself.
1: Yeah, hi. My name is Peyton LaFoy. That's LaFoy with a capital F. Pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't actually say that I've ever had an outrageous take, only justifiable takes. Um, So I'm pretty excited to be on the show today. Awesome. Well, we're super glad to have you, man. So
0: outrageous takes, it's supposed to be everybody's biased opinion about sports, right? So, like, my take last week was I said the 49ers were the better team in the Super Bowl, which,
1: considering they didn't win, seems pretty outrageous. Honestly, I wouldn't even consider it that crazy or that outrageous of a a take. I am the most biased fan for the Chiefs. I've always been, um, you know, even when we were on a little bit of a downward spiral um, at the end of the year. I I knew we would win it all, especially when we went up against the 49ers in the end. But for real, you guys were the better team. Like You did play better throughout. Mm -hmm. And
0: this show kind of covers all sports in general, but uh, since football season just ended, obviously we're kind of still in that football wave. Um, but what is your outrageous take for the day?
1: Yeah. Now, while I said that the 49ers were the better team overall, I will say that this Chiefs team has the greatest defense in Super Bowl-era history. I think that the, uh, the defense that they showed throughout the entire playoffs is just unmatched. Um, what they were able to do to some of the best offenses in the entire world some of the best offenses historically that we've ever seen It's pretty pretty remarkable. All right. Well, we will get right into more of Peyton's take
0: after this break We will be right back Okay, so you're telling me that you think the Kansas City Chiefs defense in this most recent Super Bowl is the greatest Super Bowl defense of all time, like even over like 85 Bears, like the 2000s Ravens, the 2012 Ravens with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. You're telling me that this Chiefs defense that features mainly Chris
1: Jones and Trent McDuffie is the best one? I'm telling you, and I'll tell you again, and I'll tell you forever. Uh, I, let's just look at the playoff differences. Here we go. So to start off, we played the Miami Dolphins, who I would honestly consider to have one of the greatest offensive years of any team ever, period. Right behind like the greatest show on turf, like yeah. that like, kind of style. Like insanely good. I mean, to drop 70 points on any team, even if it is the Broncos, who did later on beat the Chiefs too, but whatever. To drop 70 points on any team is just crazy. And then to go out, I, I will say it was cold. It was a cold day in, in KC. But to go out and just get absolutely dominated by a defense like that, especially a young defense, so so powerful. Um Yeah, I mean, because like your your big numbers,
0: like you have Chris Jones who's obviously like a tenured vet, mm-hmm. but then you have George Karloftis, who they picked up in the draft last year, Trent McDuffie, who they picked up in the draft last year. I mean, Nick Bolton's a team captain on a second
1: year, like yeah, insane. Hey, that Mizzou team. guy, gotta represent, you know. Is uh Sneed's amazing. Uh just everybody. It's it's so just Uh, especially like Trent McDuffie, like our corners were just insanely, they stopped everybody. Um, I think McDuffie still didn't give up a touchdown at all this year. Um, So that's insane. Didn't even make all pro. It's it's crazy (laughs) to think about that. They throughout like the regular season, they had
0: one of the worst rush defenses, Mm -hmm. like bottom, like bottom five in the league. And then they
1: hit the playoffs and just, it's like, steel curtain type shit, like from the Steelers. I know. Teams talk. I, I listen to podcasts and stuff where they talked about teams just having to completely cut the run game out of the game completely. Just, just negate it. There's no more running at all. Um, and then to go against uh, a secondary so good like that, especially one that has is so good in coverage and man, just both combos together, just is awesome. You know, it's, it's pretty crazy. But um, after the Dolphins, we go to the Bills, who Josh Allen, I assume, probably the most dangerous quarterback in the league right now. Um, just the ability to run and the ability to pass like that, I don't see – there's nobody that can throw the ball as far as him, and there's not many people that can run as hard hey, as that's
0: one thing I have to admit. I've never seen anybody – like, Patrick Mahomes a close second, but dude, Josh
1: Allen can just fucking chuck it. Mm-hmm. Just it, insane. I mean, I, I remember when they were both um, rookies, or with, right before they were a rookie – or when Mahomes was on his second year, whatever, Josh Allen was a rookie. And just they were on a uh, – good morning America just throwing the ball as hard as can be and they were breaking records it was I think Josh Allen had literally had the hardest football pass they had ever seen like that's crazy just insane and they, they shut that offense down they did they did yeah and Stephon Diggs who's just literally amazing too he just didn't do anything the whole game just terrible um but moving on after after the bills we get to the Ravens and Lamar Jackson who won MVP now we know we, um she couldn't do it. I mean, the best thing that the best play that he had was a pass to himself. Yeah, you know, Uh um,
0: yeah.
1: And that that Ravens defense was like the same. The Ravens
0: offense was the same offense that put up forty five on Brock Party and the Niners like two weeks. Like yeah, made them, the Ravens, like, like, made them look like made them terrible. And the Niners were in the Super Bowl, and I mean, it was it was a tightly contested game in the Super Bowl, but the Chiefs. I've never seen anybody fall apart more in a game than the Ravens did against that Chiefs defense.
1: I think Zay Flowers was
0: the only receiver
1: in the playoffs at all to have over 100 yards uh, against the Chiefs defense. Um, yeah. And then he ended up costing them the game in the end. He did. You know, that the taunting call and then to the immediate punch out, which was by McDuffie, I want to say, or something. I don't know. They were both in the coverage, I think. But still not allowing another touchdown. It's crazy. Um and then they go to the Niners, you know, th- th- three people on the team, four people on the team with over 1,000 yards receiving, I think. And um, not allow them to get – not not one of them to get 100. I think the only person that got 100 yards um, was McCaffrey. I think he got 100 rushing, and he almost got 100 yards receiving. Yeah, he was close. He was close.
0: Um, but, but he doesn't count. He's a cheat code. <laughs> yeah, for real. But, hey, man, I guess if you can defend it, you can keep your outrageous takes all you want. So – I will get into mine right after this break. We will be right back. All right, we're going to get right back into it with my outrageous take for this week. My take is is that Brock Purdy is should be unanimously
1: considered a top 5 QB at this point. You know it's funny. I, I, I had a conversation with my roommate Tyler. who, Of course, you know very well. And, uh, I, and I told him where I would list Brock Purdy uh, on my top, on my QB Mount Rushmore or whatever. Uh, right after I named ten people on the Forty ers team that were better than Brock Purdy, um, <laughs> I said, I said that he sits right at maybe ten.
0: You think you think he's outside, <laughs> You think he's right at ten? I might even say nine. That's the best I'll give you. See. Um, but yeah. here's here's my list in my head, right? Obviously, you have to put Patrick Mahomes to the top. 3-time Super Bowl winner, 3-time mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP, 2-time MVP. Mm-hmm. Like in in what? 6 years he's done it. Or was it been, he's 7th years? But 6 straight AFC titles. Like crazy stats. So he's obviously number 1. Yeah, I think
1: it's 6 years as a starter, 7.
0: Yeah. Altogether. My number 2 is Lamar, purely for the fact of what he can do on the ground mm-hmm. and he also has a great arm. Like, he's a consistent quarterback, and he can run the ball yeah. better than most running backs in the league. And his arm isn't talked about as much as it as it should be. I know a lot of people call him running back, but he definitely can throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, the issue with him is he just hasn't had a lot of talent around him the last couple of years. Hey, Nelson Aguilar just got one. Year. <laughs> yeah, that'll make a huge difference. And then my number three is Brock Purdy. Okay. My number four, Josh Allen. And my number five is...
1: Joe Burrow. Okay, so yeah, that's what something that I was gonna say for when me and when me and Tyler discussed it, when we were talking about the next year, so the twenty twenty four season, um, and you got to take into effect Joe Burrow, and I think Joe Burrow is all around a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. See, and, I don't think so. You have to look. You have to look at his stats. Brock Purdy came in
0: as Mister Irrelevant, specialist. wins five <laughs> games to end the regular season, wins in the divisional and they go to the conference and tears his elbow. And so at the end of that course, season yeah. he's 6 and 1 as a starter, 1 and 1 in the playoffs. Comes into this season, they go 12 and 5. Mm-hmm. They march to the divisional, well, close game against the Packers. Beat the Lions in the conference and then lose in the Super Bowl. So at this point he's in his career he's 18 and 7 with four playoff wins. Like you can't, you can't, yeah, okay. you can't and tell I... me that that isn't a crazy stat line for a second year quarterback who only started five games last year and was selected as the
1: last pick in the draft. Mr. Development, it is pretty crazy, okay? And I and I will say that you got you probably would have made the Super Bowl last year. I, I almost guarantee that you would have made the Super Bowl if he doesn't get hurt. Um, however, you would have just lost to the Chiefs again, so that would have been the past three Super Bowls um, that you guys have been in. You lost to the Chiefs, um, but sadly it's only the past two um <laughs> so I-, I will give brock Ferdy credit where credit's due um especially after I-, I recently watched the new heights podcast um and they had uh steve spagnolo on uh or excuse me with the new heights or whatever i watched a podcast recently with steve spagnolo he was on with pat mcafee that's where it is and uh and he talked about Brock Purdy and how they literally had to change the game from zone coverage only to man coverage because there's nobody that they've played all year that can read better than he
0: can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can pick apart the best defenses in the league if they're not ready for him. And so many people underestimate him because he's a checkdown
1: specialist or he's a game manager. I mean, like you got to give the kids some credit. Yeah. And Spagnuolo even did say to the accusations of he's a checkdown specialist with that he just knows how to throw the ball before the route is even completed and lead into that turn. Um, so – that, that really breaks down defenses because the receivers don't even know they're getting the ball yet, and they they've caught it. You, like yeah, just the the fact that he can make a play happen so quick, um, is, is in, it is insane. Yeah. I, and I, I always give him crap just because he is a Niners uh, guy, uh, and then, especially after the Super Bowl, life he's definitely climbed up yeah. as Mister
0: Irrelevant. He's also had one of the best QB ratings in the league, some of the best completion percentages, one of the lowest like touchdown interception ratios. Whereas Josh Allen throws so many interceptions because he forces the ball in a lot mm. and he just hasn't been able to get over that. He can't get over the chiefs.
1: That's true. That's true. 100%. I mean, which I guess Brock Purdy can't right now either, but Brock Purdy can't, uh, you know, he doesn't have as many opportunities to play the chiefs as the bills do. Um, usually twice a year when we eliminate him from the playoffs to be in the second time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Brock Purdy, is also surrounded by a lot of greatness too. Um, I think Brandon Ayuk is leaving, unfortunately. So that's sad for you guys, but, um, what he's able to do with that talent is still amazing. I mean, like to put it in perspective, like Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't. He did make it to the Super Bowl, but he never played as well as as Brock Purdy's been playing. Um,
0: that was that's what I consider like a lot more game management. Like in a lot of those games, we relied
1: so heavily on the defense.
0: Like yeah, our what, defense
1: won us so many games. Yeah, and that's your defense was literally talked about by everybody. Like it, when you thought of the Niners, you thought of defense.
0: Yeah, but I mean Brock Purdy one throws the ball way better than Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. and he can fit the ball into like tight spaces and he leads his receivers into good spots mm-hmm. like he's not just a game manager mm-hmm. so i don't know in my in my head he's he's got to be top 5 yeah but i don't know man that's that's got to be my outrageous take for this week um so we're going to go ahead and wrap up here guys i want to thank you so much for tuning in this week um and give a big thank you to my buddy Peyton I love love talking sports with this guy, even though he's a Chiefs fan and he gets on my every single last nerve. Um, but you got anything to add, Payne? Nope. All right, we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Thank you so much. This has been the Outrageous Takes Podcast, and I will see you guys later. Stay frosty. been the outrageous takes podcast we will be back next week bringing you more takes more guests and more hilarious content can't wait to see you in the next one